Okay, welcome to the After Hours Sessions podcast. I'm D-Rock, and I'm joined by Hans Vonderkill, my co-host. Hans, how's it going? Going pretty well. How's it going with you? Well, I'm excited. I'm a little embarrassed, but I'm excited. My excitement's <laughs> overtaking it because I'm embarrassed because I thought, you know, got this awesome guest from the UK, and we, we booked yeah. it. And, you know, the one and is. only, yes, the one and only Kill Pussy, but I have to be honest. And I have to apologize to you as well, Hans, because I was, you know, we were go- going over times and I was like, oh, OK, so five hour time difference. And the one time we had said was eight <laughs> o'clock UK time. And I looked at that one as the last time. So that'd be three o'clock for over here. But I agreed to seven o'clock UK time and not doing the math. I'm like, oh, that's two o'clock here. So when we're we're <laughs> so emailing, many hours. <laughs> yeah, we're emailing today and I'm like, oh, well, I'll send the link for the podcast at seven o'clock your time trying to sound all sophisticated. And I get an email back. It is seven o'clock my time. <laughs> and and then you like, got a daylight savings time just happening too, which does you no favors whatsoever. <laughs> just how do you even plan anymore? So we time has no meaning. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm gonna blame it on I got up early. I'm blaming it on the election. I got up early to vote today. Yeah. So there you go. We'll just yeah. blame it like everything else. We're blaming it on the politicians, but yeah, well, you know, that's what they're there for. Yeah. <laughs> so so like a bit of a ruckus, aren't they? <laughs> yes, they do. But Hans, hi, we are, hi, we're joined by the one and only, the legendary Kill Pussy. Good day, everybody. Hello. Good nice day. to hear your voice again after after so long. You were actually one of my first uh, like scissor fight videos. Like we did like a portion yeah. of it, in, like the Be video. That we did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, thanks for inviting me on the show, and um, hello to everybody out there listening. Yes, yes. So, mm. how how have you been? I know it's been an adjustment for all of us with the the pandemic, and it's you know worse over here than it is over oh, there right now. Like but a load of shit in it, like far yes. out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, the British government over here uh, dealt with it atrociously. So. <laughs> It's, you know, like, am, am I allowed to swear? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's fucking out of control, you know. So <laughs> that's of, um, you know, that's of some, that's of a little bit of an issue. A little bit of stress on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, obviously not as bad as what's going on for you guys. And I can only imagine, especially with the election as well, just what a fucking piece of shit it must be. It's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. For yes. So. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, praise be. And, Good luck, my friends. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll, we'll need yeah. it. So. We're, we're going to need all of it. Yeah, you are. You are, my loves. Oh, <laughs> Christ, you know. Anyway, um, so, yeah. <laughs> so how you been uh, holding up during the uh, the whole pandemic? Have you still been kind of like shooting, sessioning, uh, um, kind of well, carefully? Uh, well, it's a bit, you know, because when the first lockdown happened, obviously um, we all stopped because... Uh, we were all in fear of our lives. Right. Um, and slowly but surely that's kind of worn off. But also because, you know, our government is like so fucking untrustworthy and they've just proved over and over again that they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. So people are just kind of giving up a bit on them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, know? we do. It's like no one knows what the hell is going on. Um, so... Yeah, so we've got this new lockdown and, um, you know, it's a bit like 
the, the reality is, is that it is winter, so like things are gonna get you know a little more, bit more serious with that. Um, right. Uh, but you just uh, you just don't know what what's the truth anymore because you know all the information you're getting is a pack of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So yeah, I see a little bit the same as you guys, but I guess on a lesser deal. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of started out uh, like that for like a lot of people were like in the beginning. Yeah, everyone was like, let's cancel everything. Let's wait until this blows yeah, over. And then, it, and then it just didn't blow over. And then it got yeah. to the point where people were like, all right, well, I guess I have to figure out how to yeah. like, work in this Manager. environment. So, yeah. Well, also because I'm a New Zealander, and New Zealand's done a much better job at dealing with it right. than um, the UK. Uh, so it's kind of like I've got that sort of side of it as well, you know, advantage of seeing, you know, what dealing with something like that efficiently can look like. <laughs> yes, right. I got a couple yeah. of friends in uh, Australia too, and uh, yeah. from what they've told me, like they they really attacked it like right from the get go yeah, like, yeah, because like, that they're in a better place. It sounds like so. Yeah, well, let's hope. Yeah. Yeah. So, what Sounds else? Cool. <laughs> so, Miss Miss Kill Pussy, I I, yeah. I guess I I want to start with the beginning because sure. I, I know Hans and I were you know I think that's what drew us together and we're always fascinated with anyone we talk to. How did they kind of discover this passion of of session wrestling and mixed wrestling? So I guess I'll ask you the same question. How 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 did you discover this passion? Um. Well, I've always been rough and tumble, uh, and I've always been a bit of a pervert. So, a bit of a what? Oh, a, a bit, bit of a pervert. pervert. Yeah. So, those two things kind of mesh together quite nicely. <laughs> yes, they do. You know, um, neither I, one of those facts surprised me. Yeah, <laughs> I do get a bit of a kick from being uh, strong and almighty. You know, yeah, um, and I do have a luxury of being um, quite strong naturally. Um, which is good because it makes me look like I work out a hell of a lot more than I actually do. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm very lucky in that way. But, um, I mean, I just, I was drawn, I mean, I was uh, already kind of like um, kinky and everything, but I hadn't really sort of come to wrestling. And then it sort of it crossed paths with me. And, um, and obviously I took to it like a storm, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, but I also really enjoy uh, the whole sports side of it. Um, and there's sort of like a cheeky part of me that's like, I'm getting paid to work out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, because uh, I'm not really like a gym buddy. I'm more of a lion bed eat, eating pizza kind of buddy. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. 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 Um, but I mean, I can rough and fucking tumble. There's no two ways about that. And, uh, <laughs> I also like quite enjoy doing that and so you know in a safe environment obviously um were you kind of like that growing up like were you were you the girl yeah. in the neighborhood who kind of like beat up all the boys yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah Again, me, not a surprise yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and my brother used to gang up on quite a few people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um not that we weren't bullies it just if people like fucked with us we fucked with them back yeah um, right yeah well, you've got to in New Zealand, especially in the rural New Zealand. There's not a lot to do out there. So <laughs> people have a tendency to like rumbling each other. <laughs> rumbling will pass the time. So. Mm. Mm. I guess also because it's such a big rugby nation. Yeah. You know, like, so we all play rugby at, uh, at school. And we all play a lot of sports, you know. So 
I think that's also got quite a big deal to do with it, you know. Right. It's kind of yeah. like it's more rough and rough and tumble down there, like, yeah, like yeah. culture to begin with, it sounds yeah. like. So, yeah. I gotta go there someday. I wanna go to yeah. New Zealand. Well, even the fact that the girls play rugby out there is a big deal, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they'll they'll toughen you up. Yeah. <laughs> so I've known yeah, some, yeah, some yeah. rugby players <laughs> in my day. So Yeah. That's cool. Like how, how early would you say you, you got into like, like age wise, um, you know, without giving too much away, but like, yeah, well, I was, a, I was a bit of a naughty child. So, um, <laughs> and, uh, no, I know, I know hard to believe, hard to believe. Um, <laughs> uh, and also like, I was really big from quite a young age, you know, like I was, uh, five foot nine when I was 12 years old, like I was really tall, oh, wow. early. Yeah. Um, so for, because of that, I looked a lot older, um, yeah. which uh, made me a little bit of a runaway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was um, getting into all sorts of mischief. Uh, God forbid, I put my parents through hell. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I was, you know, I was mischievous and kind of naughty from a young age. Um, uh, and, you know, like uh, scrappy, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get yeah. into a lot of fights growing up. Um, so. More like play fights, to be honest. Yeah. You know? um, I was thinking about it the other day as well, because it's like back in those days, even though we used to like rumble each other, it was, you know, in essence, pretty much childhood fun, you know. Right. Not like, you know, the, well, obviously the schools in England, like the, those kids are taking knives to school and shit like that. It wasn't, right. you know, it wasn't like that, you know. It was, it was a bit more innocent, do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of like that. You'll have a punch up and then you'll shake hands and buy each other a beer at the pub, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sounds like a blast. Yeah. <laughs> well, it has it mo- it had its moments. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So did you have any kind of like besides like I guess play fighting, any kind of like wrestling or, or- combat like background going into session wrestling or did you yeah, learn that yeah um when my dad took charge of looking after me one of the first things he said to me was with a mouth like yours we're gonna have to teach you how to fight <laughs> uh, awesome. and me in judo forcibly actually because <laughs> uh, i wasn't fucking into it to start with uh, i was quite young uh but he actually he and me enforced it for about eight years in total um, and so, and that was obviously a long time before I started session wrestling, but you know, the fundamentals of that were still in place. Although, you know, I'm not, I can't even say that I'm a white belt now, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> the fundamentals of, um, using their weight against them, that kind of thing. Um, and all the falling and the rolling, which, uh, you know, I think it's, it's a little bit like, you know, when you do it on that sort of level, it's just in straight, you know, in stringent, in stringent. No, that's not the right word. Um, it's like Intrinsic. riding a bicycle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like riding a bike, mate, you know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I uh, went through quite a few, a few dark years where I was around a lot of violence as well. Um, so yeah, not so good. But that is also why I can fight quite well. Um because of the street fighting element side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, because, uh, yeah, I always thought, you know, I think it's like, you know, when I was, when my dad was teaching me to fight, he always said to me, no hesitation, no hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you sort know. Sort like, later at the end. Yeah. Like, 
that's really true. You know, that moment that you're thinking, fuck, shall I go for them? You've wasted that moment to go for them. Right. And, uh, you know, you can, if they're, especially if they are bigger and stronger than you, because you can have the element of surprise. <laughs> right. You know, like, go for the odd, the wild card, you yeah. know, take them down, take them down fucking fast. <laughs> you know, worry about the next move in a minute. <laughs> yeah, you're down on the ground already. It's like, oh, I didn't expect yeah, her to yeah, tackle me like yeah. a second ago. And, you know. Yeah, go for the jugular. Yeah. Um, safely, obviously, safely. Sure. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but also, you know, like I really have always been like a, a bit of a rough and tumble and I do like a bit of rough and tumble, you know. Um, so I think it's just something that comes naturally. <laughs> oh, you, you, you do like a bit of a rough and tumble, you, you said. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I do yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously in a controlled environment now, you know, not, you know, not straight right. or any of that. Like you don't want to injure anyone, but like it is nice no, to kind of get no. that, that primal kind of like yeah. grr energy going and find yeah, someone who's yeah, like receptive yeah. to that to kind of like trade that back yeah, and forth with. that's right. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. You know, like. You know, not on the street because that's just fucking ego and more crap, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, safely and, you know, fun. Yeah. Yeah. So you find yourself yeah. like more kind of like, like if you didn't do it um, often in life, you'd have to go and seek it out. Like that's, that's how I kind of feel about it. Like it's like, it's, it's like something that I have to do. I have you to do this wrestling stuff. Around looking for so, yeah. <laughs> You might be, yeah. Well, maybe throw a bit of whiskey in there, and I'll probably be up for it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, yeah. You do have to be careful about outlets. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, you know, like uh, throughout uh, lockdown, I've been um, picking up my uh, working out routine. You know, just because I know that I'm not getting that extra exercise from my session wrestling. So I have to kind of, you know, keep keep that um, up. Yep, that's very wise of you, by the way. So. Yeah. yeah. So I just think to, uh, you know, do everything you can to sort of keep yourself de-stressed as possible. Yep. You know, we're in a very fucking weird time. <laughs> yeah. So seeing that you had a background with judo and, and you had a, a history of, you know, being in, in street fights before, was it an adjustment to, like, kind of – taper it back and do like a more playful kind of wrestling or did it come naturally to you? Um, it come naturally, I think, because, you know, my kinky side just came out. Um, whereas, you know, like the, the straight fighting is, you know, that's not really kinky. That's more like, you know, being silly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and so when I sort of realized that I could have, you know, like I could have the same thrill, but with a different sort of, um, through line, I guess you could say, uh, that, yeah, I found that quite an easy adjustment, really, sort of quite natural. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what's the, um, you've mentioned, like, the kinky side a couple times now. Like, what was kind of, like, the origin of that, if you don't mind sharing? And uh, how did it kind of, like, end up plugging into wrestling as you went along? Well, I guess it's just, like, um, you know, because I've, I come from the sort of domination side of going into it. Um, and I guess I kind of just see that, see it like um, as a form of domination, you know, but where um, the domination is a physical domination. So you're physically being overpowered. Right. Um, and I think that's kind of what I enjoy out of it as well, because who doesn't want to be admired for all of that? You know, it does give you a power kick for sure. Yeah. Now are you uh, mostly dominant or are you like, do you have a submissive side as well and switch or are you? Um, 
Um, I I can be a switch, um, but I don't usually switch to guys yeah. really. Um, that's just a safety thing. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. So. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, you know, like life's a big adventure, you know, I'm always finding out new things about um, my sexuality and about what I enjoy, um, you know, and that's kind of, you know, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. You definitely want to find stuff to do that's kind of like, like for me growing up, like, I don't know, like it, it was just kind of, you don't really get much sex education to begin with. So like, you're kind of like on your own to kind of figure out like what's kind of like interesting yeah. and, and fun forms of play and um yeah. you really do find out you're kind of like animalistic kind of like yeah 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 yeah, like, yeah. The, the wild <laughs> yeah there's kind of like this undercurrent <laughs> primal side that um, yeah definitely. nobody really tells you how to deal with so yeah yeah i am um, there's definitely moments where you feel really animal you know as well when you're doing it i do you know um and you know there's moments where i feel like i'm like Sort of, you know, serial killer, like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> I shall watch the live drain out of you. <laughs> you know, you're like, let go, let go. <laughs> okay, look, let go, let go. It's like, oh, I didn't know I had this in me. And now it's going to be So, you know, like, it's, it's fun on lots of different levels, you know what I mean? Um, it's not just a, you know, like a, king, a kinky, like, box that it takes although obviously it takes that box but also like just a general fun tick and exercise tick and showing off that i'm strong tick yeah yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> you know because i do i really do enjoy that yeah you know um i think it's like it's just as it's, it's one of those things as well whatever your assets are go with them yeah definitely <laughs> right you know if you can make whatever you know you have to offer work for you then go for it you know yeah, everyone kind of has mm -hmm. like their unique things about them. Yeah. That's like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. definitely desirable to like, you know, like I, I know yeah. a lot of people go into this and it's like, oh, like I never really liked this about myself. And then and then I found yeah. out like I not only do people like it, I can make like a lot of money off of it. Yeah. Now I kind of like feel yeah. like, oh, maybe this isn't so bad. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, also, you know, that's a that's an interesting point, actually, because, um, you know, like when I first came to wrestling, that was quite a while ago. Um, the thing, it really gave me a confidence thing because, you know, like when you're a big girl, you're not really looked at sexually so much and it does give you fucking hang-ups, you know? I think mm -hmm. I think they are, but I think the guys who are no, into it don't say anything because yeah. there is kind of like this taboo about it, right? But like... Yeah, yeah, well, you're not allowed to date, date the big girl, are you? Right, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. It's, actually, it's actually quite yeah. like, it's quite attractive and, you know... Yeah, I, well, that's the thing, you know, like now, now it's a lot more acceptable for guys to kind of, you know, date, you know, bigger girls, yeah. bigger women. Um, but, you know, when I started out, it wasn't so much like that. And certainly when I was growing up. Um, Did you have trouble you know, uh, like dating those, when you were growing those, up? Sort of, those boxes were quite well defined, what you were yeah. meant to be and couldn't be, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Did your kind of like size and strength get in the way of, of dating growing up? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just in the way it completely stopped it. <laughs> <laughs> Except people used to throw themselves at me when they were wasted. 
which was a bit confusing before I knew what the fuck was going on. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's so cool. that was a bit of a learning curve. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So so let me ask you, what are your uh, your favorite type of sessions to have? Oh, um, you know what? Like I've been asked this, uh, you know, for a few times. I if I'm doing a session and the person I'm with really starts buzzing their tits off, I would that's obviously great fun, you know. If they start really enjoying themselves, then how can you be in the room with someone buzzing their tits off without having a good time yourself, right? I'm so, I've never heard that right. phrase, buzzing their tits off before, and I'm now going to use that all the time. So thank you. No, it's a great one. It's awesome. Um, but otherwise, um, I think... You know, like, there's quite a big difference between doing a session with someone that knows what they want and enjoys what they want. Yep. Um, and while I don't mind, I, I, you know, I really like doing the sessions with first-timers, and I'm I'm really good at those sessions because I'm really friendly and I'm a no-shit kind of lady. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I don't mind that. But it's, it's kind of – it's really um, uh, inspiring when you meet someone that, you know, they're just like, this is what I enjoy – and this is what I like. And when you're doing the session, they completely commit to the session it's right at the beginning, you know. Um, and whether that's a semi-competitive fight or a fantasy wrestling or a wrestling domination, you know, it's just, it's more that they really know what they want and, you know, they, they're there for the ride, you know. Yeah. Take Do you find ride. Ride, it, like, pretty much takes the pressure off of you as opposed to, like, someone you have to kind of, um, like, you it's know. Just more, it's, it's just more enjoyable because they're more comfortable with themselves. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I do, I mean, the thing is I like so many things. I mean, I like doing the pro-style wrestling sessions because I love the silliness of pro-style wrestling. Um, I, you know, went to drama school. I've got, you know, did all the, you know, that sort of training. So it's a good, you know, way for me to utilize everything. And I'm really, really over the top as a human being. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so that, it really works for me. But at the same time, um, you know, like um, because of my size uh, and because of just how the sort of energy that I get off, give off, I can be really fucking frightening. Um, oh, I'm not and so I that real dominant streak as well, you know. So it's like I can kind of like, you know, I can, I'm quite, I can do all sorts of different styles of wrestling uh, sessions, you know. Um, as long as the other person's engaged, you know? Yeah. You right. Know? Yeah. Do you find right. there's a type that you want to do more of or the, or um, a type that you haven't done before that you're kind of hoping like, oh, maybe this will pop up that I haven't tried before? Or did you ever have a session where someone surprised you? Oh, fuck yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, mummy's been around the block quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, mommy's done quite a lot of naughty things in her life. Uh, so, it's, it would be rare to come across something that I hadn't heard of or, you know, done. Um, obviously, I have my own limits, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, which I won't yeah. go into now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, like I have things that I won't do and things I will do. Um, so, yeah. But I, I think, you know, like I have had some pretty – um, amazing, you know, really just like funny little things happen, especially with the lift and carry guys, because um, I do a lot of lift and carry yep. sessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, because I can, I'm really strong. So, um, 
I keep saying that. I'm really strong. I'm really strong. <laughs> it's true. She <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, but say it's true. Um, but just in terms of kind of like um, what the experience of the lift and carry session is to that person, you know? Yeah. Uh, some Because some people are really almost like childlike, and I don't mean that in a pervy, going to molest you, bad mummy kind of way. Um, <laughs> I mean yeah. that in just genuinely quite childlike, having fun, kind of being piggybacked and shoulder rides yeah. and stuff like that. And then, um, yeah, you just get all sorts of different sort of scenarios which you know like i i think some of them aren't actually that sexual if you know what i mean i think they're more nurturing some of them i mean they're all sexual yes. but some uh some of those sessions are more i think nurturing i guess you could say oh, i don't know maybe i'm sucked in <laughs> like nurturing and, and like maybe like psychological and stuff like that yeah yeah, so people can yeah. have like a certain thing you know a certain thing about a certain something where it's just like i just need to experience yeah. that thing and it's not really yeah. sexual at all but like god yeah. if i'm you know i have to yeah. seek it out so and then you know like you've got people that love you know just one particular part of a body you know like i have uh, a friend who loves um fists you know right and mm -hmm. really just really wants to see the fists in their face 24 7 kind of like the whole and like doing sort of um boxing punching sort of moves in slow motion <laughs> um yeah so and you just kind of like that's pretty interesting you know what i mean yeah uh, i grew up you know, with that like, kind of like i, I think yeah. there's a word for it where like you fix yeah. it on a certain body part but for me yeah. it was always thighs like maybe it was because yeah. i played a lot of soccer and i'm not sure if that yeah. has something to do with yeah. it i thought about it i'm like i'm trying to connect yeah, them but probably. can't quite but Bro. do you have a favorite Bro. body part of your own Either on you or on someone else? Um, on someone else, I like forearms, actually. Oh, cool. <laughs> Strong okay. forearms have cool. always been a turn-on for me. Um, I, a lot of people come to see me because of my thighs. Um, right. Because they're 27 inches uh, and fucking strong. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I got to say, actually, yeah. I've always liked your forearms. And I like the, you know, your tattoos kind of like sort of accentuate oh, yeah. their their thick and strongness so oh thank you yeah. Alan. yeah thank you yeah i really like um yeah i'm quite a big fan of tattoos <laughs> i think it's uh, being a new zealand girl in it what's the, is there like a meaning behind the ones that you have on your arms yeah yeah they all have quite an in-depth meaning um yeah if you feel like too it, much yeah too much to share yeah, yeah. Too much to go into right now yeah. uh they all have a um you know an in-depth meaning uh that's per personal to me right. um you know, like, I don't, you know, mind how why you get a tattoo. Um, I just, that, that's the reason why I got these ones, you know. If you want a tattoo, just because right. you want to look cool, well, good for you, you know. <laughs> I've Yeah, I've thought about tattoos, like, over and over again. And I, I, I keep coming up with an idea, and I'm like, oh, like, this sounds really cool. And then I'll think about it again a week later, and I'll be like, that was a no. dumb idea. I, I, I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you have but something I, that like you really like, and like, mm -hmm. and like, it definitely is like, I know people who like every ta every tattoo has like an extra special. You know, it's like it's like uh, writing the values of their life on their body in a way. So, well, a lot of them, um, especially where I'm from, um, I also have historical records of your family, your yeah. line and stuff like right. that. 
Um, and then a lot of them are sort of like blessings about where you, you know blessings to help you in your future life, uh, and also obviously respect for past, you know, your elders and that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. Mm. So I was wondering for the for you for the different types of sessions right. that you do. Is it uh, is it a different mindset you have to get into for each one, or is it kind of the same across the board for you? Um, so mindset I go into quite naturally, uh, and I think that's kind of like part of you know what's ca- um, allowed me to keep being a session worker and all that sort of stuff is just just innately knowing how to be the right level of friendliness when people come to visit you. Um, and just kind of trying to get you just slot into their mode, you know what I mean, what their comfort levels are. And so you're sort of taking them by the hand into the cave of death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tuning in, tuning into their demise. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And I, I like to ask, you know, different people who are in the industry like you, for someone who is maybe a fan, some some guy out there who's just all right, they want to take yeah. that leap and and start to do some sessions. What's like the the do's and don'ts as far as like attitudes you would say if they're like just getting into it, like that can make a session more enjoyable for you and that. But well, I guess person. the main thing is like if you think that you're going to jerk off, get jerked off, or something like that in the session. That's a conversation you need to have with the lady before you get there because it's not necessarily so. Um, so right. you also have to discuss kind of like what limits that you're going to have because um, every, you know, different women have different limits. But you also need to kind of be a bit clear with yourself what you're going there for and what exactly you're looking for so that when you're there, there's not any miscommunication. Yeah. Yeah. So just be honest, um, be respectful and don't, you know, don't, you know, if you, you can't like message the girls loads and loads of times because that's just wasting time, you know, like, right. and if, you know, and what else, the other thing you can do actually is, you know, you can go on session girls and look up the girls and look at their um, reviews as well. So there are ways to double check with, you know, about ladies that you're looking at. Um, yeah, and there's also like loads of forums, although some of the forums can be a bit bitchy. Um, <laughs> yes, that's true. But session, um, but session girls is a really good uh site to check up on girls because um, the mediator is a lady, you know. So, yeah, that I mean, that's what I would kind of say, you know. Um, it, it's, it's not so much about scammers and all that kind of thing, it is also about. You know, different folks uh, work for different, um, different, you know, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. You know. Um, right. And so it might not work for you, like with that person. But if you've done your homework, at least you're going to be in front of a cool lady. Ta da! Yeah. You know. Right. Um, so you're not going to get, <laughs> you know, you're not going to be pissed off. Um, and then just keep going. You know, like it is. Um, you know, the first couple of times are going to feel a bit weird, and you're just going to have to take a deep breath and. Go for it. <laughs> Have there been times you've um, met somebody for like a first session and you found that like they've actually done their research on you and, and they kind of like almost 
have yeah. a way of like tuning into you and like kind of like knowing yeah, yeah, what you yeah. like. So that that's cool. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and also because obviously I'm also known as Goddess Thunder, and so Goddess Thunder does the more um, fetish kind of side of things, and Kill Pussy is also me, and that is the wrestling girl. Uh, oh, is that so, why you changed it? Like that—that's the yeah, differentiation. Yeah, cool. Yeah, because they kind of they look like different things, really. Um, and because some of the BDSM stuff I do is not not wrestling, right? I just I just kind of wanted right. to just keep a little bit of a division so that you know, because the people that are into the BDSM are different from the people that are into the wrestling really that well some people like both but it's not that common you know so why keep them together <laughs> right it's kind of like um yeah i've known other people that have, that have done this i've thought about doing it with my kind of like my own stuff as well like there's people yeah. who are like into wrestling but they hate like i don't know like foot worship or, or something like that yeah. and yeah 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 to have them both in your store at once even though like i always say like you can just do a search or like i you know they're, they're in categories yeah, yeah, but yeah. like for some people they'll keep coming back if they actually don't have to do a search and they see like oh this store this store this list has everything that i like i literally like everything on it so i can see yeah, that yeah. so yeah yeah no yeah absolutely i mean it does double the work as well which is a bit of a pisser <laughs> yeah <laughs> um would you would you say that one kind of influences the other like like the session wrestling for you help with bdsm work or vice versa or um really? i think the bdsm has helped me more with the wrestling um sessions in terms of um the breath control sort of side of uh wrestling you know like when you're doing scissoring or um rear naked chokes and things like that you know i think what i didn't kind of really understand was is it, there's a lot of breath control techniques within that um, as soon as I kind of put those right. two together, it made me a lot stronger within those kinds of sessions because of knowing what I was doing, how hard I was doing it, what the safety margins are, and so forth. You know, so breath control as far as like controlling like your your person, your yeah, wife, well, their breath. Yeah, well, someone's neck between yeah. their legs huh. has a tendency to control their breath. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> oh. Yeah, <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yeah so um yeah there is that <laughs> um yeah no that's that's really cool and i i also kind of wanted to ask because you're our first oh. session wrestler we we've had who's yeah. you know overseas <laughs> and not, <laughs> so just wanted to see i'm not sure of all the places you've traveled but is the the session wrestling community different yep in different places as far as like yep. fandom it's or completely acceptance. different in every different country in terms of how big it is um how accessible it is um what the people like because <laughs> there does set tendency there is a tendency for each country to have like one particular thing that they're especially keen on which is interesting it's not a better or worse sort of situation it's just an interesting situation you know is it true that like yeah. the, the UK is like kind of the face sitting capital of the world? Like they, it seems like there's a lot of. I just feel like a lot of it goes over in there, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's quite, uh, there seems to be a little bit of a thing going on about um, like quite sadistic face sitting and all of that sort of start, carry on. Um, <clears throat> yeah, having a gorgeous ass. I do get asked for a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite place to uh, <laughs> travel to? Like when you're doing tours, is a place that you're like, okay, I definitely have to make time to definitely stop here. Um, maybe not for um, business I, reasons, but more for like the style and culture, you know, Russell culture. Yeah. Um, you know what? I love, <clears throat> I love traveling. I really love traveling. I mean, I'm in New Zealand and I've been all over the world anyway. Um, so I really do like new places. Um, it's always quite harrowing when you're traveling for work, obviously, because there's all sorts of problems you have to look out for. And to be honest, you've got one eye on one, you know, one door and one eye on the other door most of the time. Uh, so it's much more fun just mucking around and sightseeing. <laughs> yeah. The traveling's definitely but, a perk, though. That that sounds yeah. pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, so. yeah, I mean, I really loved going through India the few times that I've done that. I think that's the kind of place that buzzed me out the most um, just because it was so epic, you know? Yeah. You know, it's like, holy crap, right. you turn the corner and I'm like, what's that? Oh, another 500-foot <laughs> statue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, that kind wow. of thing. Who's that? <laughs> so what, what type of requests were you getting when you traveled uh, over there? Um, quite a lot of lift and carry, actually, um, and foot fetish. Uh, yeah um but also wrestling you know um semi-comp wrestling uh, yeah well you know the, uh, being a big blonde girl that's quite a novelty over there um so right was you know rather popular you might say <laughs> yeah definitely is it kind of yeah hidden it's, over there it's or is kind it more of, kind of you know what there? there's a real dichotomy about it because it's kind of hidden and kind of in the open at the same time. I can't really explain it. Um, it's it's but it's there, but it's a bit more unspoken. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. In a way, yeah. It's kind of like yeah, yeah. It's like right, Hans. This, I would yeah. say. Not not yeah. not exactly the same, but I think yeah. there's there definitely kind of like that. undercurrent, like um, yeah. underground in a way. But like it's it's becoming yeah, more yeah. and more like more people know about it, but like. It's just not mainstream yeah. yet. Now, I know some people who are yeah. kind of like, we should make it mainstream. And I'm kind of unsure about that. I'm like, should you make it mainstream? Like, yeah. maybe it's better to have it be this cool underground thing that you discover. Um, yeah, I think, you know, that's a really good question. You know, like, what's the line between, you know, between those two things? Because I do feel that, you know, there's a lot of, well, there's a lot of people that stumble into my world that shouldn't really be in it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean that because they're not good. It's just that they're not really kind of into the same thing. You know? Right, yeah. Especially with, like, whatever – I think the danger whenever you try to make something mainstream is is people then try to almost hijack it in a sense where, you yeah, know. It gets, things that it always gets a bit oversaturated. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and you don't want that. But at the same time, you do want progress, you know? So Yeah, you do yeah. still want everyone to be able yeah. to kind of, like – subsist and like make money doing this and like you know yeah. be able to kind of like live the life doing it but um 
this all always that danger of crossing over to the corporate side, you know, like like Vince McMahon, you know, like he's he's waiting there. So, uh, you know, like his character, not like the WWE, but like, you know, the corporate ministry and all that. Yeah, I have, I have yeah. nothing against the Vinster because uh, he'll kill me. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah, but. this is fun to do, you know. Um, it does kind of, you know, when I was working, it did help me have money to do, you know, the things that were important to me, like more studying and, you know, like personal training and just all of those things, you know, that. You know, it is, it, you know, when you're making money, it, you know, it's a real luxury, you know, but I, I never forget that, you know, you, you know, to spend the money wisely, basically, you know what I mean? You know, right. Um, yeah, try not to, try not to be a uh, easy come, easy go situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially at the moment, because <laughs> God knows what's around the corner now. Crikey. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Not sure where. Hopefully, it doesn't take too big of a hit due to the uh, pandemic. But not sure where. Uh, yeah, well, anything with like ver- the kind of like a variable income thing, you know, where it's like times are good, times are bad, and then like when when this came up, it was like, whoa, this is this is like an iceberg. Yeah, uh, like I same for us over here because we got bloody Brexit coming, so we're fucked anyway. Um, so like. Then this pandemic, which is like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like Satan rising. When Satan rising? <laughs> it's like, what else can happen in in twenty twenty? Yeah. <laughs> in case it fucking tempts fate, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's so it's so funny too because I think like everyone like twenty twenty was always on the horizon for like a lot of people. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder what life will be like in twenty twenty, just because it's like you know it's it's got that magic <laughs> number year. And I remember watching like a John Oliver segment where he said how 2016 sucked. And it was like, fuck you, 2016. And we'll all be looking yeah. forward to 2020. I was like, ooh, like, it's the moment he said that. I got like my, the hairs mm-hmm. on my arm stood up. I was like, <laughs> it is, yeah. it's, John, it's all he John did, He did jinx us pretty bad. So <laughs> if you go back and look at that, it's the last episode of his 2016 season. And like, it's, it's almost like it's almost like he made the joke four years ago, <laughs> so and didn't even notice uh, it. So, yeah. But twenty twenty, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, a pain in the ass for everyone. It's crazy, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So now is um is the UK? Would you say probably the place where it's the most out in the open, the most like popular as far as like wrestling and, um, and bdsm gosh that's a hard question to be honest with you um i think probably um not so much for bdsm um i think america's pretty forward with the wrestling um it would be a hard question to say which had the bigger kind of market america or england um and to be honest with you i'd pretty much i it's all a little bit of hearsay for me at the moment because of Obviously, I haven't been doing a lot of traveling this year. So, <laughs> you know, my information is, you know, old hat now, really. <laughs> yeah. The thing that kind of like struck me about uh, UK fans when I first sort of started becoming aware, aware of them is that they all seem to talk to each other at an earlier time than I was conscious of talking to other people who were into my stuff, oh. you know, um, over in the States. And I kind of felt that was 
you know, in the States, it was, it was always kind of like this individual thing that you sort of kept buried yeah. down. You didn't really socialize and talk about it. You certainly didn't lead with it. And uh, in the UK, I just sort of remembered that was the first, first time I sort of saw it. I was like, oh, these people, both these people sessioned with the same session wrestler. And now they're, they're actually buddies because of that. I, I found yeah. that very interesting and, and kind of cool how they were kind of like, Open yeah, because it. there's that camaraderie as well, and I think that is important, you know, you know, for the guys to kind of, because you do need to kind of have a chat with the boys sometimes and compare notes, do you know what I mean? Let's <laughs> about it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, um, Hans, Hans knows that he's the first person, and it was this past summer, that I've talked to, like, yeah. over the phone, even, like, about it like for me it's only through like oh, online like, oh, chats but i never knew anyone else so yeah it's it's definitely you know i agree so much it's important to be able to yeah, to talk freely yeah. about this with someone it's else who has that nice passion well, you know um, i feel like it kind of like normalizes a healthy thing yeah like it's it's this thing yeah, that it's, uh, yeah you feel that way like it, it's this thing that everyone kind of like has buried yeah. in them and if they kind of like give light yeah. to it yeah. But it's also talk, it's important to talk to someone about, you know, what's you know, what's rocking you. Let's put it that way. What's rocking you. Um, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's, that's, um, you know, not not in a sexual way, you know what I mean? Like right. so you just you know, and I think you can help each other a lot by doing that without, you know, and it's so that's just a bro thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well do you have that? I cause like for like other session wrestlers you can kind oh, of yeah yeah talk to yeah definitely to i mean listen to you know um yeah we're def- there's definitely a big you know uh, community feeling in england with all of us session girls for sure um and we do try and keep our eyes on each other you know <laughs> we have um we have networks and stuff like that so that we're in contact with each other um and obviously i've got lots of friends that do the same thing as, as myself so you know, that's been really um, good. And it's been really good uh, in lockdown as well, because obviously we're all going through the same shit, really. So, right. you know, that must nice be nice to, to feel like, like have you know, other people yeah. who are like going through the same yeah. stuff. So, yeah, you know, I mean, because especially, you know, like what I do is, you know, considered being a sex worker. So within that, there's so much taboo, you know. Right. Um, uh, yeah. So, you know, we're getting a raw deal out of this really big time. Uh, so, you know, like, it's, yeah, it's just good to have, like, sisters in arms, really, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that could be, like, you know, it, it could be very isolating. Otherwise, like like you said, like, yeah. you get a raw deal, like, being considered a sex worker in the first place. Like, you know, this government's yeah. certainly not looking out for, for your interest no. at all or anything. And no. and a lot of us, um, a lot of us have fallen through the loops as well in terms of being able to claim benefits get help as well yeah um and to a certain extent you know you start to wonder whether that's fucking accidental don't say that sometimes do you know what i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. you know because yeah absolutely there's definitely been um a lot of anti you know sex workers sort of propaganda coming out from the government in the r- recent years you know yeah 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 which is really wrong and um and I know you're you're also yeah. you like activist yeah. work as well. Am I correct? Yeah. Like, yeah, which is yeah. Huge. Well, you know, I think and, as well, uh, like the whole thing. You know, when people think that they don't, they can't change anything. What the thing is, you just have to realize that that's an incredibly powerful tool 
that the government uses to keep you shut and um and you don't have to be you right. know yeah. yeah my dog just woke up so she might bark i'm sorry about that that's all right i'm listening to like there, there's something going on in my no problem. right now that is it's it's, it's the ghost it's the ghost it ah! sounds like construction or it sounds like like it's vibrating floor. <laughs> i'm just like and I'm, I'm trying not to let it distract me but it, but it is distracting me a little bit like what the fuck is that i've yeah. never heard that before that's that's crazy i think the floor vibrating would freak me out as well <laughs> so uh, yeah yeah so uh sure. just kill fuzzy i just wanted to ask you this question because um you know yeah. hans and i have talked about in the past about as much as we all you know love yeah. you know session wrestling or bdsm mm. and especially you making it a career but you know you all of us yeah. can be you know face burnout so wondering like what are some yeah. other passions or interests or things to yeah. kind of help yeah, you sure. not burn out so you know, i think it's like Especially over in England, you've got to have um, a lot of um, feathers to your arrow, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yes. So like, I like that too. I do security work, um, and I'm also like learning to be a personal trainer. Nice. And you know, like you try, you try and have more than one hand to deal, you know. Yeah, definitely, you definitely know, smart you've thing got to, to do. Right. And um, and I think that's that's. Uh, that's what's like staying alive is a bit of a passion so like these are the things you got to do <laughs> you know uh to get through yeah. especially at the moment because work is really um slim on the ground you know um yeah i uh i've been doing a lot of dancing around pretending i'm led zeppelin and black sabbath <laughs> <laughs> that's cool <laughs> that tends to take oh, some nice. of the edge off that's <laughs> awesome um, you know, I guess, yeah, I've watched every episode of Rick and Morty. That's helped. <laughs> That's always fun. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. I, just, I like very good show. Very trying good to show. only ever, like only watching um, comedies, you know, at the moment. Just, to, just anything you can just to take the bloody edge off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm in the same boat. Comedies, yeah. different different sitcoms have. Yeah, have definitely helped to keep yeah. me sane throughout. I feel all like this a yeah, well. bit of a couch potato though. Do you know what I mean? Yep. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's it's important though. It's important to kind of like you know in these times to find the things that just sort of you know yeah take the edge off like you say yeah. and yeah yeah whatever your little relaxation routine yeah. is do learn, it. learn to laugh what? a little bit and just yeah you know yeah. Yeah, because there's not much else. No. <laughs> you know, it's like bad news around my fucking year. <laughs> yeah. Well, 2021 is only two months away and it, it's going That's to right. be great. I hope. I don't know. Maybe one can only hope. It certainly can't get any worse. I, I, every time I say this, I'm trying to, I'm trying to knock yeah. on wood. But don't jinx it now. Don't jinx it. it. I don't want to John <laughs> Oliver us again. But, but, don't jinx it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. You got to One can hope. So. Yeah. Because I always hope. <laughs> I I always feel I always feel you know when people say you can't <laughs> yeah, get worse, it's yeah. like no we we yeah, misjudged yeah. it. It definitely can get worse. Yeah, yeah. So it times can always get worse. Me. You're like oh oh yes it can. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like like just when you think it can, it's like nope nope so but. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd tell you, I've really got back into shape uh, over but, lockdown, which is uh, 
quite surprising because oh, um, I envy you. I said, <laughs> yeah, because I'm such a bloody couch potato naturally. Yeah. But somehow I just thought, right, better start exercising, otherwise I'm going to turn into a couch yeah. potato. So I'm actually like, you know, like doing better than I was 10 years ago. So I'm like really pleased about that's, that. That's inspiring. That's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me, let me ask you this because I think um, when even still now, but definitely early on in the pandemic yeah. when everyone was like, oh, we're going to be home yeah. so you can get all those things. You can be focused and get yeah. all those things. And then it kind of turned out the reverse. Like, yeah, yeah. It's been it even harder though, to stay know? motivated. So how have you stayed yeah, so how how have you stayed motivated uh, to you know working? I just out turned into like um, you know the army sergeant major on myself. Yo, <laughs> up now, burpees now. <laughs> now. That's great. <laughs> you know, like sergeant major mummy. <laughs> now, up. <laughs> no, up. Yeah. Uh, forcibly, yeah. <laughs> Extremely forcibly. Uh, I'm an all or nothing kind of girl, so I have to kind of, I sort of have quite extremes, yep. you know, I'm either working out intensely, doing it perfectly, or not doing fucking anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's, 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 it's a, balancing, a balancing situation. A balance it? of extremes, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, that's cool. Uh, well, good for you, yeah, I know in, in my case, like, Unfortunately, the drill sergeant didn't show up, but the macaroni and cheese chef certainly did. I'd still be yeah. here. <laughs> and he was great, but now I, I hate him. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's good. Uh, no, but, well, I, I lied before. Yeah. I guess one. One final question I have is just um, for any, I guess, for people who are looking yeah. to get into it on your side, like any ladies who want to get into session wrestling or BDSM, what would you say are some like characteristics or personality traits that you recommend that they should either have or develop before um, deciding to get into well, this industry? If you want to get into the, into the industry, the first thing you really should do is go and talk to someone who's already in it. So that they give you sort of base, just a base understanding. Yeah. Um, try and find someone good, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then just, I think you have to, um, you have to have, a, you have to have confidence. That's for sure. Um, and you have to know what you are capable of doing. You know, like so when you're offering things, you're offering things that you're okay to do. You know. Uh, those things change over time right. so it's important to check in with yourself just you know this is what you know this is what I'm okay to do and this is what I'm not okay to do Yeah, you know so that you, your personal limits aren't being pushed um, and you know like don't try and do too much <laughs> at once you know take it slow um, right yeah gently easy um and uh, yeah, don't, try not to fall into the money trap either. Oh, dog face! Uh, yeah, try not to fall into the money trap as well, <laughs> where you become greedy and you don't see it as um, a job where you know you're providing a service. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. No, that's 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 interesting. Like to hear, like you know, knowing your limits and also. Um, that that battle of trying to you know make it, yeah. you know you don't you yeah. want to get paid for your services but 
yeah, don't exactly. get sucked into the and money also, where you lose that passion. You know, your fee is your fee, and that's the fee they they pay to, for you to provide this particular service. You know, so you know, like you, you know, you want you get, you know, you should at least desire to be good at your job. <laughs> Yeah, no, hopefully no. enjoy it too. Like, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. If you're into yeah. it, then like it's something that's going to kind of like pay yeah. itself back in yeah. in different ways. So yeah, well, if you're into your job, it works as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, doing your job makes you happy. Hurrah! Yeah, I think it makes it makes you better at your job in general. If it's like, oh yeah, I also yeah. kind of enjoy yeah. doing this, but um, it's not for everyone. Not no job is for everyone. So. No, it's not for everyone. Yeah. Um, I think that's important for people to understand and you know that's why it's important to take it slowly so if it's not for you you don't go too far and fry your little brain yeah um you know make you run home to mummy crying yeah. <laughs> i remember being uh back in someone said the same thing to me about about film you know because like everyone yeah. goes goes to school and they're like oh okay I'm, I'm gonna be a film major and i'm gonna be the next big director and stuff like that and I yeah. thankfully had a professor who basically sat us down and said, Hey, listen, it's not like that. <laughs> like no. it's like that for like less than 1% of people. If you're going to do this, understand you probably won't make a lot of money and be okay with that. Yeah. You have to actually love to make film in order yeah. to, in order to continue. And if you don't, if you yeah. don't listen to that, you're going to be miserable and you're just going to hate yourself later. But if you really love to do film, great, do it. And then maybe, maybe see, see what happens with the money. But if you're in it for the money, just stop now. So I was like, oh, that's, that's, I'm glad he said that because I, I turned right around. Film is expensive. <laughs> you know, the, the, the actual substance of film. So um, I, I went and did audio editing instead. And that was much, much cheaper and, and more fun for me. So, but, yeah, right. but it's, it's like, uh, it was like, it was sage advice to be like, if you're going to get into something, make sure you actually like doing it. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly, darling. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> uh, well, well, Miss Kilpussy, I, I want to thank you so much for, for joining thank us. Thank you so this much for inviting me. It's so been lovely awesome. chatting with you guys. So great to hear your voice again. So, <laughs> hope to see you soon. Uh, yes. Yeah. Lovely. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Yes. Bye. <laughs> hey. Yeah, that, that was great. So, Hans? Yeah. I haven't, I hey, haven't had that a chance was, to that was awesome. talk to her in a long time. And, uh, you know, she's, she's still, how I, how I remember, just like a feisty ball of energy. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know that you two had a yeah, cross pass. It, it's in, probably in a shame I didn't bring this up really cool. you know, while she was here, but... My first um, memory of her is uh, she came to the shoot and she walks in the room and she's in these like six inch heels. So like she just we knew we were doing like a competitive match for um, that shoot. So she just walks right up to me and she's like towering above me and like doesn't say anything, just kind of like looks at me. And I was just like, OK, <laughs> that's quite a, quite a first impression. And uh and we had a blast after that. It was just like it was, <laughs> it was so much fun. And uh, yeah, she's she's awesome. And when you said that you were having her on the the podcast, I was very excited for it. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Um, she's someone I've seen her. I first saw her through like uh, I guess 
Monica wrestling, you know, out in like UK and I saw her and, and we talked, we talked about it kind of in our past couple episodes where some people, their personality just jumps out at the screen and, and to me, um, her personality did. And um, I'm curious because sometimes like, you know, the camera can be misleading. Some people look smaller than they are. Some people look bigger, but I see, you know, she's like five, nine, five, 10. And like, is like she said, she's big and strong. And is she as big and strong as she looks on screen? Like since you wrestle uh, with her, you know, it's, it is a, it's a, it's a full effort experience to like get to wrestle a big, strong, strong woman like that. So, um, yeah, if uh, if that's if that's your thing, if you're looking for someone who's like just like just naturally like big and strong, like she's definitely uh, she's definitely someone to go with. So, yeah, so. yeah, and and really, and we didn't. I kind of you know it's funny we had her on. I didn't think about it for last week's episode talking about those who do that balance of the wrestling, but also the the playful sensual side. She's, she's right on that list at, 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 at the top of the list. Yeah, definitely. It's really She has her limits kind of, you know, penned out. Like she's, she's thought about this and like, she knows what she's okay with and what she's not okay with. And that was, that was something that someone taught me to like, you know, you should go through and kind of figure out like what's good and what isn't. So, um, you know, so she, she's clearly very, comfortable with herself and like what she, what she's into and what she, you know, does and doesn't want to do. And, and that's really cool because that's, it makes it easier too. like, if you're play partners, right. And like, like just taking out of the session world, like, you know, let's say you're mm-hmm. meeting somebody for like a, a kinky rendezvous of some point uh, of, of some sort. Um, you know, you want to communicate back and forth of being like, okay, so like, what exactly are you into and what are you not into? And um, that way, when you meet, it'll, it'll be a better experience for both of you. Cause you can kind of like tune into, you know, like what, you know, what is this about? So, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, I've seen, so it, it was fun. And also it was fun to get someone, um, because this is not just an American thing. It's, you know, it's, it's all over the globe. So it was cool to have, you know, our first person from yeah, UK is from New Zealand, scene. but you most know, based my, in the UK. I think most of my right Twitter now, followers so they, are from the UK. As as yeah, it's a, it's a a, dis, a disproportionate oh, wow. okay. amount uh, compared to general population. It's like there's a lot of UK followers out there. I wonder what, what I wonder what fuels that, and then you know, I kind of get into <laughs> the fact awesome. that they're kind of like they've. I feel like they've been social about it for a while. You know, where they kind of like can, you know, talk to each other about it. Um, whereas in America, I feel like we're more closeted and maybe just a Puritan influence. I don't know. But yeah. Right. I, I think it is. I think so. And it, it was good to have a conversation, you know, with you and with, you know, with Kill Pussy about it is a balance of, you know, um, you want it to not be so hush hush and people have to be either ashamed or like so secretive if, if they don't want to be, you know, everyone can be, has the right to be secretive, but you know, it can get too popularized where then it's, uh, 
it's it kind of becomes you get yeah, a lot of it, I other mean when things get mainstream the wrong things get up there it gets complicated I'm not saying that it it can't be done I'm just saying like you know there there are added complications to that 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 don't come with an underground where everyone just found their way into it because they had no no choice like it's like you know kind of encoded in them so um but you know it's and kind of like going the other way um as far as people being closeted about it, I remember when I met Helen Vonmont, who I never, I, unfortunately, I never wrestled her. And this is like, this is the thing that gets me today. I'm just like, why mm. did you like find a way to make that happen? I definitely had time and like, I could have set that up and I wish I did, but I met her at one of the earlier grapple den parties and she was one of the first people to kind of point out, I was like, Oh yeah. Cause like back then I wore the mask. Right. I started doing videos. I wore a mask. I wore a mask at the parties, too. And, right. you know, it wasn't really about wearing the mask as far as like a a gimmick or like something I was doing for fun. It was more about anonymity. However you say that. But like being anonymous. Yeah, there you go. It was but it was about that being anonymous. There you and, go. And you know, she <laughs> told me, like, you know, wrestling is actually animalistically the most natural form of play you can think of and there's no reason to be ashamed of it it's absolutely ingrained yeah. in everyone and you have nothing to be ashamed of and i was and i was like that's that always stuck with me you know that she said that and that kind of like helped sort of grease the wheels for me um going from the guy who was in a mask at the party to a guy who was in a mask on videos to well you know <laughs> everyone's seen every every part of me now so there you go yeah but. yeah yeah but um and and i guess two questions the first one is when you wore a mask either at a video shoot or at, like a grappled in wrestling party looking back on it do you think people were kind of so looking at you on the video no side, one really cared they like, so whatever, I, I, I think i've said this in a previous episode but like on the video side i i've thought it looked creepy i thought it looked like i was like trying to hide and i just didn't like the vibe that it made and that was the thing that started to push me towards like i should try this without a mask and at least look at it and then i don't have to release it but on the party side actually the mask is actually kind of an advantage like people see the mask and it's like who's that mask you know it's, it's that mysteriousness and um if it wasn't so de- well oh okay uh a and b so like one, it's harder to breathe than that, but it's fine. Um, at MB, that mask actually disintegrated. Um, it, it just, it, it had been used so much that it just literally fell apart and there was no way to even wear it anymore. So um, even if there were more par- parties, I couldn't really, you know, I, I had to throw it away like years ago. Uh, recently, though, with my shoot with Vivi, there was uh, apparently a client there who had that same mask and I looked for that mask. I looked, I scoured the internet for it. And, and this, this guy found my mask. And so I, and then he, so he did a session there and then he forgot it and he left it there and he doesn't know how lucky he is. I didn't just take it because, because, you know, it's like the Holy grail. It's like, it's like, Oh, this is like my beginning in a way. Like I wouldn't wear it for videos again, but like, I don't know, just to be able to do the throwback jersey like in football. So, 
Um, but I did try it on, and we did a picture, and it's up on Twitter. So yeah, you see the the old Hans, complete with the old weight. By the way, <laughs> it was almost kind of appropriate. It's like, oh wow, so I've got the old mask, and I've got <laughs> the old weight. So, which is which is going in a better direction now. I have to say. So yeah, so good, good. Yeah, I am. Um, so now, say hi- hypothetical, if I were to like, yep be in one of your videos right like is it always is like automatically mask off or is it like a like or you go with like a goal of getting to like get that person comfortable to have the mask off or is it's it not like a deal, a deal breaker, breaker for me uh, i know if someone, some people if I was definitely like, can't wear a mask um and they they say because the videos don't sell as well and um i would tend to support that like but like I, but also like my my earlier videos are not as good in general, so um, it's hard, it's hard to really say for me. I don't have like exact sales right. data on that, but um, no, there's a there's a definite like thought that wearing the mask decreases the sales. Um, but I mean, honestly, I if if people wanted to wear a mask in my in my videos, I I wouldn't stop them. So um, absolute mixed wrestling. Uh, the main guy, the spoiler, wears a mask all the okay. time. I think I think it looks cool. So yeah, I actually prefer it to yes. seeing his face. Like I, I do too. I, I like the character. I of do the too. Spoiler and I'm usually the mask, so right. Which I think maybe that's a good point. Like it if to make a mask work, you kind of have to really up the character. You know, what I mean, if you're just a guy, if I'm just like. D Rock, just me with the yeah, mask. There I'm has just to be like something that like not being a character. Be something, kinda, something else. Kind of right? make it you're worse. You're not showing your face, so like there has to be something else about the character that kind of like adds that that spice and intensity, I guess. And um, there's another character here in New York called the Finisher, who also wears a mask. I know who he really is, but um, <laughs> but you know, like that's that's also like a cool character, <laughs> and like the mask, I feel like kind of works in that sense um for me like i'd probably do it at parties i don't think i'd do it on on video anymore um unless it was like a custom request but um but for me it's got to be that one i started with i'm not i i tried like so many different masks after that one was disintegrating i was like all right so hans is going to get a new mask and you know what's it going to be and i tried all these different ones and um they were either like impossible to breathe in or just like they wouldn't stay on or they just didn't look right and you know eventually and then eventually i was like you know what i, I kind of prefer not to have a mask at all so yeah but yeah yeah well and, and i'd be you know because i was a supporter of you before we even met you know with your videos i'm i'm not only co-host friend, but you know, a fan as well. And um knew you had stuff coming up and you were busy, you know, with some videos, but I I, I think it would be bad on my part if I didn't ask you. I saw um Oh that's I think you. it's on the, the, the <laughs> Domcats her yes. her clips page, but that, yeah, that, that was a video. Uh, <laughs> so, that's 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 yeah, a video, that's, my friend. That's and pretty it, amazing. And and that was that was her. <laughs> Um, and, you know, right yeah, on the one that's out now. We we shot four videos that night. Um, I think that one 
was definitely the highlight and, and the best one. And she sent it to me and she did some really kind of cool, like creative editing with it, like, like artistic editing with it. That was like, Oh, that's, that's really, that it adds another level to it. So I highly recommend um, people check out that video. Um, you know, it's not really like wrestling, but it's, you know, it's, it's uh, the Domcats uh, ass child video, which is, that was new to me and I was not prepared, but it was like a really amazing experience. And I think it's a really amazing video and strawberry bang was on the, uh, you know, Rowan was, was on the camera. So it was kind of like the perfect um, trifecta there. So, yeah. Well, let me ask you, cause I think from reading the description on her clips for sale, it's her first time I wasn't pre- filming it. I was prepared for how, like, you kind of, like, amazing like, and, and like, fun it was. Guys... Like, I had sort of, like, seen the description. I was like, oh, okay, that, that, that's interesting. But, like, I had never really considered that before. So, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I interrupted you rudely. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's okay. Um, it's okay. I just was uh, – I wanted to know, like, how was that – you know, because obviously we've talked in the past on air and off air about, you know, you being the, when it's your videos, having to bring up, you know, and talk about doing different styles of, of shoots and of sessions. But how how is it? I never asked you, how is it on your end when you're the when you're doing you're on someone else's uh, clips for sale or their video and they're asking you to so do a video first, like very, this? Like, um, like, how's that conversation for you? But like. Um, I, I want to do a stellar job as a, a talent for somebody else's. Cause I know like when someone does a stellar job for me, how much I appreciate it. So like when someone hires me for their stuff, I want to make sure that it's amazing. Um, that being said, there've been, you know, shoots that I've done where like I had a lot to do. Um, you know, Katarina kind of like, sort of like just set my mind at ease, but also she just kind of like set it up perfectly where uh, she basically said like, so in, in this video, your job is to just receive. I was like, okay, I can, I can do that. And, and I just, it just kind of like set my mind at ease. And I was like, I don't really have to worry about oh, wow. doing anything other than just sort of like going with it. And, be- and because of that, if you watch that video, there is like a natural chemistry and a natural energy that, that she absolutely set up. Um, and produce that, um, you know, that I think is kind of like other level. I would, I would never try to set that up on, on, on my own because like she set that up perfect. So that's, that's, there's, there's no, there's no beating that, uh, you know, so, um, as far as I'm concerned with that genre. So, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. And is that something that you kind of maybe want to introduce to your? You know, I your, I like, would accept that sale, I'm like, going to leave that your, like, uh, for her because that is absolutely like that was something that was something that she brought to me as something that she's kind of into, and um, you know, like you know, I I have I have the stuff that I, I sort of already do, and like I I have enough categories right now, and. uh, you know, I'm happy to contribute to her and that one because 
she's actually really great at it. And if you think about it, I would have to hire somebody and then instruct them, you know, like how to do it. And that's a really awkward position to be in from the guy who's on the bottom. So like, I would say if you're into that sort of video yeah. and right. you want more of them, email her. She, she's great at producing them. And, uh, you know, she, she can, she can hook you guys up with that. So, um, definitely, definitely consider that and definitely check out, uh, the Dom cats Astro video on her store. Um, I think it's my pinned tweet right now, if you're listening to this recently. So yeah. And she did the graphics and everything. And it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Like she's, she, she's, uh, yeah, she's next level with that stuff. So, yeah. So she live streamed it on her OnlyFans too, which was another sort of element. No, that was very, kind of very like, awesome. Very cool. Yeah. You know, kind of cool. It had that, um, ex- exhibitionist sort of vibe to it as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. I can say, um, God is tall. God is Gia. When I had my session with yeah. her in January, did that for our, our oil wrestling yeah. session. And that was, that was very cool yeah. to be on. I kind of felt, I felt like you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm in it. I'm doing something. So she asked me and I was like, absolutely. That'd be cool. So, um, no, I, but that, it was really, it's a, it's a great video and I, I, you know, enjoyed yeah. it and I thought great job all around by everyone. It was, a really Oh yeah. Awesome it video. was, it, so, it was amazing. You know, like, was hoping I get to she's, ask she's amazing and it, so definitely uh watch her space for for more amazing creative stuff like that because she's 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 not playing around like she's like you know she's got the erotic side she's got the competitive side she's got the creative side like she she's a triple threat so um yeah um and, and I'll be honest and no, it's not a knock on her. It's an insult. You know, I'm knocking myself. It's someone I know about and am attracted to and like her videos, but I kind of sometimes forget about. And then I'll see her and I'm like, yeah, how, how have I not been on her page more frequently? Like I go through those waves sometimes. And, and it was like when I saw like you put that pinned tweet, I was like, duh. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, we should have even talked about yeah, she, it in the she past needs couple of podcasts as well, by the way. Like, she, she will be a fantastic. Because she really guest. is cool. <laughs> so much fun to talk to so uh, we'll definitely make sure that happens so yeah and um yeah absolutely loving it and i want to uh, know is there anything up. coming so up I've that you know want people to look forward with, to or uh, genevieve hex coming up this weekend um and i think ruby rage is going to be there um awesome strawberry, strawberry bearing unfortunately could not attend um but um the camera work will st- will still be good, you know, but, um, yeah, so there's that. And then, uh, me, Kami killer and her friend Midori are talking about doing, uh, an oil wrestling theme shoot, uh, a week from tomorrow. So hopefully that all comes to fruition and there'll be, uh, many oh, awesome. interesting images to be had from that. Yeah, yeah, and we um, definitely send it out. And if forever everyone listening, please uh, please tweet us and tweet those session wrestlers or you know whoever in the industry that you want to come on the show. That'd be awesome. And for any session wrestlers, you guys, please you know 
you, you know, don't have to have an open invite. If you want to come on the show and talk or promote something, please let us know. And, and I know we, you know, back from back in August, can't believe it's been three months, but we definitely. had Tommy on, but had technical difficulties. So definitely want to get her officially on and, and talk to her as well. So no, nah, this was a, this was a awesome episode, man. I, I thank you to, Miss Kill Pussy, and you can you know find her on Twitter at Kill Pussy or or her clips for sale page, uh, you know Ms. You know Ms. Kill Pussy Wrestling, and you know I love to get her back on because her personality and she someone who just gets it. It's just fun and honest and real and and you yeah, know, she's a lot of fun, sweet, nice but uh, badass. Definitely like, it was really cool keep to, on to the, uh, talk to her. Come back soon, list so. Always a pleasure, D-Rock. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Hans, it's a pleasure as always, my friend. And uh, thank you, everyone, for